may take your seats. Thank you so much to Vince and the team for leading us so amazingly this morning. Thank you so much. Oh, listen to that rain. How beautiful. Good morning, good morning. Good morning to those here in North End, to those who may have just joined us online. I also know that we are streaming into our Father's House Kericha site this morning. So good morning, church, in Father's House Kericha with Pastor Anthony. For those who may not know me, my name is Madla, and I've been overseeing the women's ministry space about seven years now, 10 years on staff. And um, just, you know, while I'm mentioning women's ministry, I just have to say something about Worthy Conference. Women, this is the first Worthy Conference that we have been able to have since COVID days. This is our fifth Worthy Conference. It's over two days. It's a Friday night going into the Saturday. It's two days that you come and dedicate the time, set aside the time to come and meet with God, to come build community, to have fun. It's open to all women from anywhere in the world. And we are so excited. We have Nande Boss coming. Uh, I'll be speaking. She'll be speaking. There's a few more surprises up our sleeves. And today is the launch date of Worthy Conference tickets. So today, only today, it's 150 Rand. Only today, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., the price goes up. So I want to encourage you, if you and if you haven't bought your mom a birth, uh, Mother's Day gift, maybe this is the thing. You know, I'm helping you out here. So for those in the building at entrance three, straight after the service, your ticket for Worthy is waiting for you. And for those online or anywhere else geographically, they're available now online. The link is posted on social media. Please buy today. It is the most, the cheapest it's ever, ever going to be. But it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Don't miss out. And then today, I want to say a special Happy Mother's Day to every single mother. And for those who are in the roles of mom too, we honour you today. I, I know that this day can be a super exciting day. Maybe it's your first Mother's Day. I also know that this day could perhaps be a heavy one or one that um, you're dealing with a little bit of pain or loss. And so I know that God is going to meet you wherever you're at today. But I pray that you are honoured today as a mom. And so this morning, I'm honoured to share And the message is entitled this morning, Step Up. Step Up. Now, I don't know, maybe you also like me, the first time I hear the word step up, I don't know, I'm giving my age away here. I think of the Channing Tatum dance movie that came out in like 2006 already. That's a long time ago. I was straight out of high school and there was this really cool dance movie came out that was Channing Tatum. It's called Step Up. I'm not doing any moves and the sermon has no relation to that. Um, But that's the first thing that comes to mind. But the definition of stepping up or step up is to come forward for a particular purpose. To come forward for a particular purpose. So coming forward, it requires progress, it requires movement, it requires maybe a step out of a comfort zone for a particular purpose. So it speaks about intentionality. We have a lot of stepping up moments in our lives, moments that inquire and and ask of us to step up. Maybe you're currently in a space where you feel like there's a moment in your life where you are needing to step up and you don't know how. There's two categories um, for stepping up moments. Either maybe a step up moment is a space where you're faced with a new challenge or new opportunity and in order to take it and grab hold of it completely, you need to step up. 
The other side could be, maybe you're in a space in your life, maybe you're facing something where you're feeling a little bit backed into a corner. You feel a little bit like your hands are tied and you feel a little bit stuck in an area of your life. And it requires you to step up in order to get out of it. When we have step up moments, we've got two options. We can either give up or we can step up. Now to give you a little bit of a, just a light-hearted example of my own life, where I recently had to step up. Uh, so I'm not someone, I don't know about you, but in restaurants or in uh, shops, I don't really like to cause a stir or make a fuss. I just kind of want to go, follow the rules, sit down, have fun, do what's required of me. I don't really want to draw attention to myself. I don't really want to cause any inconsideration to anybody. I kind of just want to, you know, be there. So in a restaurant, I'm not someone who really will complain unless it's really, really bad, and then I'll do it extremely gently and, and, and kindly. I don't really want to cause a fuss or stir, but I'm going to use a parenting example since it's Mother's Day, and nothing quite has caused me to have to step up as much as, as parenting has. And my daughter has a little bunny that she affectionately calls Hossie, even though she doesn't really speak Afrikaans. And Hossie is basically, we call her Hossie is her emotional support animal, basically. <laughs> because this little bunny has been sleeping with her next to her, going to school with her since birth. This bunny goes everywhere. And a couple of weeks ago, it was the end of term, and we went out uh, to Spurs, a treat for her to end of her term. And Hossie obviously went with. And we go home afterwards, it's bath time, and my husband and I realize we don't know where Hossie is. So we're running around the house, we're looking for, for this little rabbit, and I mean by this stage, it looks like roadkill. I mean, that's the most gentle way I can say. It's had like four ear transplants, its face is barely held together by like four pieces of thread. This poor thing is so loved. But we don't know where it is. So here we are, a Friday, month end, six o'clock, first day of school holidays, and I have to go back to Spur. And this person that doesn't want to cause a stir, that doesn't want to make a scene, that doesn't want to inconvenience anybody, is climbing underneath tables on my hands and knees looking for a scruffy little grey rabbit at six o'clock on a Friday. Can you imagine what Spur looks like? And I am, I'm in the bathrooms. I'm crawling past the cubicles, trying to be inconspicuous. Eventually, like, I did speak to the manager, but eventually I think this guy was like, okay, can you, you're a bit creepy, can you just hurry it up? But here I am, out of my comfort zone. I'm stepped up for my kid. I mean, I'm not even going to tell you that while I was on all fours on the floor, looking in the bathroom basin and the bathroom dustbin, my husband phones me to say that Hossie is safe at home. <laughs> and that was all for nothing. But I stepped up. I stepped up. I went out of my comfort zone because my kid had a need and so my desire for security or safety or just not to be disruptive was completely overruled because of the need that she had. I stepped up. Now that may be a little bit of a, you know, bit of a silly example, but stepping up is powerful. Stepping up increases our faith. Now, God may not necessarily cause you to be stuck or cause you to work yourself into a corner, but He can use anything in our lives for good. As Romans 8 verse 28 clearly tells us, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. 
So whatever moment you're in now or you have been, and maybe you're feeling like you need to step up, there's an opportunity, there's a challenge, maybe there's a situation in your life where you just feel stuck. This is a brilliant opportunity for God to help you to increase your faith and to grow. Now, I'm a sucker for illustration. I think it's good to... um, to have something like this. It helps solidify our concepts. So I brought my trusty little stepladder with me here this morning. Now, imagine that we are in a circumstance or a situation where we are backed into a corner. We don't know where to go. Maybe financially, we just don't know how to, how to get out of the place where we're at. Maybe emotionally, I just don't know what to do to get out of this place of how I'm feeling. Maybe relationally, there's just some issue I can't resolve with someone and I feel like we can't get past it. Or maybe there is this opportunity and I just don't know how to take that first step. I don't know if I should. I don't know if I can. Well, when we're in that circumstance, we can do two things. One of two things. The first thing, I can give up and I can stay standing on my own two feet. I'm not progressing, but it's not scary. It's safe, but it's stagnant. I feel in control, but it's a bit crippling. And just remember that even unhealthy familiarity can feel safe. Even unhealthy familiarity can feel safe. What I mean is that just because something's familiar, it may feel safe, but that does not mean that that is where you need to be right now. It does not mean that that is the healthy space for you to be in just because it feels familiar. Sometimes it's good. It's familiar and it's fine, but sometimes we know that there's this nudge. We feel it's safe and it's familiar, but we feel like there's something that we need to step up and step into. We feel like there's more. So we can give up and we can just stand on our own two feet and not progress. Or we could step up. Step up. We can take the step. We're progressing. We're higher. We're coming out of the problem. We're getting unstuck. Our hands are becoming untied as we remove ourselves. We're moving up. But it's riskier. It's riskier because I'm, I'm higher off the ground now. It's riskier because if something goes wrong, I can fall further down. It also means that as I step up, my reliance on this ladder becomes more and more. I'm not on my own two feet anymore. The higher I climb, the more this ladder has to take of my weight. And so I have to trust this ladder. And so I have to rely on this ladder. I'm less in control, but I'm closer to my goal. I'm less in control, but I'm closer to my goal. Now let's, for the purpose of this morning, see this ladder as God, as our relationship with Jesus. We're able to, when faced with a challenge or exciting opportunity or a moment where we just feel like we need to get out of this, we need to break whatever burden this is in our life holding us back. When we step up, it might feel a little bit scarier. It might feel a little bit more daunting. It might feel a little bit more dangerous because what we're doing is placing our weight firmly onto Jesus, firmly onto Him. It increases our faith because it takes our reliance off of our own two feet. You're less in control, but you're closer to your goal. So if stepping up is good for us and it increases our faith, you may say, that's wonderful, that's great. But for me in my practical situation right now, what does that mean? 
How do, I, how do I get to that space of feeling freedom in this area of my life? How do I get to a space where I'm feeling unstuck? Well, today we're going to look at two examples from Scripture. And since it's Mother's Day, it's a mother and son duo that we are looking at. Two people that have had very different moments of stepping up. So the first person, and I have looked on several websites to get the correct pronunciation of this woman's name, Jochebed, that is the mother of Moses and Aaron, and Moses. So we're going to look at Jochebed and Moses this morning. Two moments that they both had in their lives that required them to step up, but two very different moments. So the first moment is Jochebed's moment. It takes us to Exodus 1 verse 22, a story you may know very well. It starts with a horrific rule that is set by a very insecure king. And it starts in Exodus 1 verse 22. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, throw every newborn Hebrew boy into the Nile River, but you may let the girl live. About this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus seeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. So here we have Jochebed. She's a mom to Moses, this little baby that she's now hidden in her home for three months, and she's realizing she can't hide him any longer. He's starting to get busy, starting to get active, starting to get loud, people might notice. Her need is probably to keep her son close and safe with her, but she is overriding her own need because she knows that her son has a need to be protected, that it's safer for him actually not to be kept in the house. And so she has a step-up moment in front of her. She's backed into a corner to protect her own son. What is she going to do? Is she going to give up? Or is she going to step up? And the stepping up would require a full reliance on God and a complete pressing in to that faith that she has on God to look after her son. So that's Jochebed's moment. Now let's go to Moses. Moses' moment is a little bit different. Moses' moment is a brand new opportunity. Let's go to Exodus 3, verse 8. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I'm aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me and I've seen how harshly the Egyptians abuse them. Now go, for I'm sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. So Moses has a very different stepping up situation. It's an opportunity. It's an exciting opportunity to help set so many people free. But Moses is scared, understandably so. He, he immediately says, well, they won't believe me. I'm not good with words. He gets to a point where he literally says, please just send anyone else. He doesn't even have excuses anymore. He just says, please just stop. I can't. Sometimes before the dare comes doubt. 
before that stepping up moment where you dare, there will be doubt. That doesn't mean it's incorrect to step up. That doesn't mean you're in the wrong space. That doesn't mean you can't or shouldn't step up. You can step up in spite of the doubt. Sometimes before the dare comes the doubt. And then eventually they decide that Aaron, his brother, can be his mouthpiece, but Moses still needs to lead. And this shows us that sometimes the stepping up, it doesn't have to be solely on you. It doesn't have to be you alone stepping up. There's companionship. There's people that can walk the journey with you. There's a friend you can reach out to and you can say, I'm feeling stuck in this area of my life or I have this opportunity and I don't know what to do. Will you walk this road with me? Will you be the encourager when I doubt? Will you be the cheerleader when I'm confused? It's okay to have a companion in the stepping up process. So how do we step up? How do you physically step up like a joker bed or a Moses? There's three practical steps that I'm gonna give you this morning in how to step up. I see what I did there. Uh, the first thing you need to do is to seek. Seek a plan. Seek a plan. You're in a moment, you're like, okay, I wanna get there. How do I get there? First of all, you need to seek a plan. And the plan could just be one step. You can just see one step ahead. You don't need to see the whole ladder in front of you and able to step up in a moment. You just need to see one step ahead of you. Just take the one. Sometimes we're looking for three or four and then we don't make a move. Sometimes you just need the one. For Jochebed, that one step, the plan that she had was to get a basket. Just get a basket. Make it waterproof. That's the step. The first step. That's all she did. For Moses, well, his first step, we'll see in Exodus 4 verse 8, then the Lord said, if they do not believe you or pay attention to the first sign, they may believe the second. But if they do not believe these two signs or listen to you, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground. The water you take from the river will become blood on the ground. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I've never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who made them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. He's not saying to Moses, okay, this will happen and then this will happen and then that will happen and then this will happen. He's just saying, go speak. Just tell him to let my people go. That is all I'm asking you to do. I'm not telling you what exactly will happen after that. I will teach you what to say. Maybe that's God speaking to you in this moment saying, you've been scared to step up in an area of your life. You've been scared to maybe grasp an opportunity that's been in front of you because you're waiting for all the steps to be laid out because you have that doubt. And he's saying, just go and I will tell you what to say. Just take the first step and I will light the rest of your path. The more weight you're putting on me, the more faith you're putting on me, the more increase in trust and reliance on me, it's gonna unlock areas of your life where he's going to give you revelations like never before. So seek a plan. What could be your one step this morning? One step to get unstuck in an area. One step to take hold of an opportunity. Just seek a plan, one step. And you can ask God, He's ready, he's waiting. The second thing after you seek a plan is to step it up. Step it up. 
You have to physically, now I have the plan. I know what the first step is. Now I actually have to put my feet on that first step. For Jokerwed, it was after making the basket, putting Moses in it, she had to put him in the river and take her hands off the basket. That was her step. She had to physically remove herself from the basket and had to watch him go, literally giving him over into God's hands. For Moses, what was his step-up moment after seeking the plan from God? Well, Exodus 4 verse 18, let's carry on with the journey. So Moses went back home to Jethro, his father-in-law. Please let me return to my relatives in Egypt, Moses says. I don't even know if they are still alive. Go in peace, Jethro replied. Before Moses left Midian, the Lord said to him, return to Egypt for all those who wanted to kill you have died. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey and headed back to the land of Egypt. In his hand, he carried the staff of God. So for Moses, he had that first plan and then he took the first step up. For him, it was actually going back to where he had come from. Sometimes a step up moment in your life to get unstuck to get revelation in an area, to get some sort of traction out of a moment where you're feeling like your hands are tied, may require you to change position geographically. It may require you to change your company that you're keeping around you. It may even cause you to have to go back to where you came from, whether that's emotionally, whether that's physically. A step-up moment can look like a going back, but it's still a progress. It's still a process. And stepping up, maybe you think, well, okay, I have this opportunity in front of me. Maybe, you know, I can I have opportunity to write a book. And so, well, now I have to jump from the first step to the hundredth step. I have to have a finished, completed book in a couple of weeks, you know, because that's my opportunity and I have to get there quickly. No, sometimes stepping up can be a slow process. It can look like just writing your plan or outline for the book. That's your stepping up moment. It's not completing the book. It is literally just writing out the outline to the book. I don't know if you enjoy gymming or like going to gym, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm not someone who, can, who has a self-discipline to actually go to a gym whenever you know, the time is there and I just do the program. No, I have to have a time and a place and a class and someone must tell me what to do. Otherwise, I won't do it. So one of the classes that I've been going to, it's a box fit class. So what you have to do is you have to jump onto a box. It's probably like that high. So jump onto a box. <laughs> uh, you have to jump onto a box and then you do certain exercises and you jump back. And I remember when I first started the class, I looked at this box and I was like, shoo, no, there's no way I'm ever gonna be able to jump onto this box and then jump back. That's a joke, it's not gonna happen. But what they do is when you start off is they actually put a, a shorter, smaller box in front of the box fit box. And what you initially do is you just step up. You step up the first box, you step up the big box, you step down. And then you progress to, well, I'm gonna jump from this bottom box to the big box. To where I am now is where I can jump onto the big box and jump down the big box and it feels normal. But that wasn't the first step. The first step was not just, hi, welcome to gym, here's your box fit box. It was just a small, gradual step. So something and that you maybe can do this morning just to take hold of the opportunity, just to get yourself out of the area that you're feeling stuck in is to take one little step. 
phone the person, arrange the coffee, take the meeting, write the outline, whatever it is, just take one small step. God didn't just say go straight to Pharaoh. There were processes that Moses went to. He first went and got permission to go back to his home. And then they spoke to the elders, him and Aaron. And then he went to Pharaoh. Don't put that pressure on yourself to jump from here to there. Just take the one step. So after you seek the plan and you've now taken that step, then it's about surrender. Then you have to surrender to him. My weight's not on my own two feet anymore. It's all on him. I have to surrender to him. For Jochebed, once she let go of that basket, in Hebrews 11 verse 23, it says, by faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw that he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. In faith, in faith, in faith, stepping up increases our faith but it requires a surrendering on our part, which is incredibly freeing when we step into it with both our feet. It's so freeing to know that my weight is on this ladder and I don't have to worry about my footing anymore. It's all on Jesus now, I can surrender. For Moses, his surrendering looked like actually going and addressing the elders with Aaron and telling them of the plan and then going to Pharaoh and saying the words that God commanded him to let his people step free. That was a surrendering moment. Let's not let moments that make us feel stuck, whether they're work, financial, emotional, relational, whatever it is this morning that you immediately when I say I feel stuck, something comes to your mind or you just can't get past it with an issue that you've had with someone. Today's the day. Just reach out. One step. Just reach out. That meeting that you've been avoiding, just one step, just take the meeting. The ideas that have been in your mind, but you've been, you've been having those doubts before you dare to move because I can't do that. No, that's too big. No, God, send someone else. No, 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 I, no, I, I can't. Just one step. Just take the one step this morning. If we let moments of being stuck discourage us, it can rob us of such immense wealth that God is waiting to deposit into your life. When you open that door of increase in faith, it's incredible what God can do. He's just waiting for you to step up and fully rely on Him and He will take the wheel. Jesus will literally take the wheel. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. You don't need to know all the steps. Whatever you're worried about or concerned about this morning or having anxiety about, you don't need to know all the steps of getting yourself out of this. God is saying, come to me. Seek the plan from me. Step up through me. And then let me work through you. That is what He's requiring of us this morning. We just need to seek a plan. We need to step it up. And then we need to surrender to Him. I wanna ask you this morning to stand with me and I wanna pray over you. I wanna pray over those that might be feeling like there is a heaviness in certain areas of your heart this morning, of your life. I wanna pray over your relationships, your emotions, and the opportunities to unlock in your lives today. And I wanna pray for a boldness and a courage 
to flood your heart and mind so that you will know that you can walk by faith and not by sight. Lord God, we come before you this morning and we thank you for step up moments in our lives. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are able to come with our lives completely surrendered to you this morning and go, Jesus, I feel stuck in this area. I'm, my hands are tied in this area. I don't know what to do anymore in this area, Lord God. Or maybe there's an opportunity that's been presented to us and we're scared to take that first step. Or maybe there's an idea or a dream we've had that feels like it has your hand on it, but we're unsure if we should take that step. Right now, Lord God, I pray that your hand will touch on every single one of those moments. We pray, Lord Jesus, for freedom in Jesus' name over people's lives this morning. We pray for an unlocking of boldness and courage and grace to flow through people's hearts and minds, Lord God. We pray for an increase in faith, Lord God, that we will know that we walk by faith and not by sight, Lord God, that the enemy will not rob us from what you are wanting to do in our lives because of fear, because of doubt, because of worries, because of insecurities we have about ourselves, Lord God, but that we will know we have been equipped and called as children of the Most High Father, that we are able to step up boldly, take hold exactly what you have put in our hearts and in our lives and run with it the race that you have called us to run. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will provide a plan when we feel stuck. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will provide us with confidence and assurity that as we step up and put our full weight on you, that we know that you are a faithful, good Father who never lets us down. You are always there, sure, waiting with whatever we may need. May we just step up and ask it of you, Lord God. And I pray for a complete surrender in our hearts this morning that we will surrender our lives, our decisions, our relationships. Every area of our life will be laid at your feet this morning. We know that it is safe in your hands. And we thank you for the step up moments that increase our faith, that are opportunities for us to trust you more and to walk the life that we couldn't even dreamed is possible for ourselves because of who you are because of what you have called us. And so Lord Jesus, we give you thanks this morning, Lord God. I pray for your hand over every single family represented here this morning for an unlocking of grace and favour and boldness. In your name we pray, Amen. Let's give him one big last shout of praise this morning. Thank you so much, church family. Pastor George is starting the Eden series next week. We are so excited and expectant, so make sure to come. And there's coffee in Warehouse One. There's communion and prayer up front. And there's worthy tickets at Entrance 3. Have a wonderful Mother's Day.